0: Hey everybody, as you know, Helping victims of crime tell their stories is my passion. But even I need a break from crime sometimes. So when I feel like I need a mental health pause, my go to is the mobile puzzle game Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a puzzle game that you can play right on your phone, and it's super cool because you go through all these levels solving challenging puzzles that actually engage your brain. But it's casual, so anybody can play, and it's really, really fun. I just made it to level 68 and only started playing a few days ago. The great thing about it is that it doesn't take up much of your time. But it's great because it fills up those moments where you wish you had something to do instead of just endlessly scrolling through social media all day long. The other day I was waiting for an appointment and it felt like forever, but having this game to play made the time go so much faster, you don't even need an internet connection to play. So it's cool, especially when you don't have service but you still want to be entertained. The game is also visually stimulating with its bright colors and cute little bugs and Best Beans updates the game monthly with new levels and events so it never gets old. It's a great game to engage your brain with fun puzzles. and did I mention? You get to collect tons of cute characters. Best Fiends is a five-star rated mobile puzzle game on the Apple App Store and Google Play, and you can download it for free. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Victimology
1: the study of the victims of crime and the psychological effects on them. Join me, Melissa Lee, a criminal justice student, as we discuss various true crime content and victim stories, oftentimes with their loved ones and advocates. My cousin, Christina Nelson, was a victim of the Lewis Park Valley serial killer. In my opinion, and this is my opinion, this is probably his first victim. So we're looking at 54 years of of him being active.
0: I can almost 100% assure you that law enforcement would have put it out there already. If they knew who it was and they were able to share it with the public, they would tell us. There was a story on the news
1: about a woman, they had found her body and it's her
0: description. That doesn't ring true to me, but what I do think here in this specific case Again, it goes back to the conversation you and I had
1: earlier. It's it's the minute I walk outside of the prison doors where it like kind of like all hits me. Like it really just what the hell did I just hear? <laughs> what right, happened. Like right. it kind of all you know sinks in finally. Victimology is available on all podcast platforms. The Oracle Network. The Oracle Network. Look deeper.
0: This is True Consequences, a true crime and mystery podcast with stories based in New Mexico in the American Desert Southwest. This episode is sponsored by Hero Cosmetics. Go to HeroCosmetics.com and use code TRUE15 to get 15% off your order. A 5-star rated mobile puzzle game on the App Store and Google Play. Download it today for free. Today's promo is brought to you by Victimology. Victimology, the study of the victims of crime and the psychological effects on them. Join criminal justice student Melissa Lee as she discusses various true crime content and victim stories, oftentimes with her loved ones and advocates and is conversational. It covers all cases, new and old, fresh and cold. Check out Victimology today, wherever you get your podcasts. Just a couple of quick announcements. I'm happy to announce that True Consequences is part of the Oracle Network. Check out all the amazing shows on the network by going to theoraclenetwork.com. That's T-H-E-O-R-A-C-L-3, network.com. I'm doing weekly live streams on Get Vocal every Thursday night at 8 Mountain, 10 Eastern. I will be discussing episodes, doing Q&As, and I will even have some special guests on. Come hang out with me on Get Vocal. Oh, and did you know that I have True Consequences merchandise out there? Get your La Yorona shirt or True Consequences hoodie today. You can find links to my merch store at trueconsequences.com. If you buy a Justice for Jacob item, half the proceeds go to the New Mexico Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Finally, I'm launching a new podcast that will start at the end of the current season of True Consequences. This show is all about the paranormal in New Mexico and the surrounding area. I will be joined by my co-ghost, Alex, and the show is called Dos Spookenios. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dos Spookenios, D-O-S-S-P-O-O-K-Q-U-E-N-O-S. If you enjoy listening to this show, please rate, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcatcher. True Consequences is listener-supported. To support this show, go to patreon.com slash trueconsequences. To keep up with all my updates, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at trueconsequencespod and on Twitter at trueconspod. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I was supposed to have an interview for you today, but unfortunately, due to coronavirus and other factors, I wasn't able to make that happen. So, I've decided to release the audio from my Q&A that I did on Get Vocal. It was my first stream. Hopefully, you'll take this opportunity to get to know me a little bit more. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered, I'm happy to answer them. You can email me at eric at trueconsequences.com, or you can message me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Okay, I won't keep you waiting anymore. That's enough announcements. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed Season 2 as much as I have. Um, Next week will be the final episode of Season 2 of True Consequences. It will also be the first episode of Those Spookenios. I've really enjoyed bringing this content to you this season, and I'm super proud of it. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And don't worry, if you need more of me uh, and my friend Alex, you'll be able to get it on Those Spookenios while True Consequences is on hiatus. Okay, folks, that's all I have to say. I am Eric carter Lundeen, and this is True Consequences. So I guess I will start reading some questions that I got on social media and stuff. Oh, how did you decide to start a podcast? Um that's a good question. I it was kind of a long process to get there. I think it took me a while. I started listening to podcasts uh, probably like six or seven years ago. And I've always been interested in them. And if you've listened to the show, then you know the story about my brother. I always wanted to do something for him. I wanted to do something to honor his memory. And so as I got into Um, podcasting, I started thinking about maybe what I could do to make a difference. And so it just kind of all fell together. I remember I was like in my car and it just hit me one day that I was going to do this. I was going to just set something up. And at the time, there weren't a lot of uh, regional specific true crime podcasts, So I decided that I would make it based on New Mexico and for people that are from here, like Alex, they know that there's a lot of crazy shit that happens here. So it it definitely means that I have a lot of content that I can uh, pull from forever. Basically. I have Alex, I think you had a question for me, but I don't want to pull it up right now. Do you want to ask it now?
1: Oh, which one? Yeah, a couple. Yeah, I know. Right. Was oh god! Tell me about one of your paranormal experiences. We've talked about it before, just me and you ourselves, but uh, maybe you could share like one of your paranormal experiences you actually had.
0: Cool. Yeah, I can. It's uh, people might get freaked out by it, but it's okay. <laughs> they might think I'm more crazy than they think already. Um, so one of the things that happens to me that. Uh, a lot of people don't know about is sometimes I'll have a dream that comes true. And I don't like to talk about it too much because it's a little weird and it creeps me out a little bit, but um, for, it's usually around people dying in my life, which is going to get depressing, but you know, that's just kind of my shtick, I guess, depressing stuff. Um, One of the ones that I remember very clearly was when my, my uncle, I hadn't seen him in a long time. I think it'd been like 20 years or something. And I started to get this really intense desire to find him, and uh, it just kept getting more and more intense. And actually, this is Alex when we worked together, um, but when I was in sales, um, you were you were in culinary, and I was in sales. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we went on a sales retreat, and we were I was driving, and every time I saw like a semi truck, I started freaking out for no reason. And I did the retreat. It was like in uh, the East Mountains. And then I went home and I just had this like really panicky feeling uh, about my uncle. Like I just had to find him. And when I got home, there was a message on my voicemail from my dad who I hadn't talked to in like 20 years. And he was like, Hey, I just want you to know that your uncle's really sick and he's going to die. And so you need to come to Texas. And I told my mom a while back about a dream I had of her, my dad and I in a hotel room, like on a bed talking and she didn't believe me. She was like, that's never going to happen. And I was like, I don't even know if it means anything. Well, anyway, we get to the hospital where my uncle is. It's about a four hour drive. My mom is coming with me because I didn't want to drive alone. And we get there and my uncle was in a coma for like a few weeks. As soon as we walked in, he woke up, which was spooky. Then like we hung out there for a while. He went back to sleep. We checked into our hotel and it was literally me, my dad and my mom on the same freaking bed for my dream with like the same bedspread. Uh, The room was exactly the same. It was just a weird, weird thing that happened to me. I don't know. You can believe it or not. I believe that's a good story. (laughs) It's spooky, man. And then another example of that was my friend. uh, My friend passed away about 10 years ago my best friend. And, um, before I knew he was sick or anything, I, one I, I just had a dream of myself, like on a respirator or on a ventilator in a coma and I got a phone call and I was woken up the next morning, uh, from his girlfriend to tell me that he was in the hospital on a ventilator and he, he passed away a couple of weeks later, but that was just another weird, maybe a coincidence. I don't know. Weird stuff happens. I've always loved paranormal stuff. Anyway, it's always been kind of fun for me to get into that.
2: That's pretty cool.
0: Alex is back. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird story.
2: No, I, 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 um, I, okay.
0: Good. All right, good. Well, if you don't believe it, you can put it in the comments or you can get on here and fight with me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what other questions I have. Oh, here's a good question. Which podcast episode has been the most disturbing to you besides your brother's? That's a really good question. Um, I think it has to be Cynthia Vigil Hademio's interview. That interview really shook me up. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't, I still can't wrap my mind around everything that she went through and how she had the strength to fight and get away. She really is somewhat of a personal hero to me just because you know, she proves that you can basically survive anything. Um, And she was so smart, but just the level of detail that she went into regarding what happened to her was so uh, scary and disturbing for me. All right, so what is your favorite classic New Mexican food? Oh, that's a good question. I love New Mexican food. We have the best food. And I'm sorry, Kira, I know you guys are in Colorado. Uh, Your chili doesn't really stand a chance against New Mexican chili. Sorry. Sorry. We win. (laughs) Uh, My favorite. Oh, good. Kira agrees with me. (laughs) Uh, My favorite classic New Mexican food would have to be huevos rancheros. So for those of you that have never had them, it's a corn tortilla with cheese and green and red chili, green or red chili and then uh, an egg on top with some beans and potatoes. And it's just like a bajillion calories, but it's really good and I can eat it all the time. So that's my favorite New Mexican food. Oh, Jessica, making friends, tamales, Alex says. Tamales are good. You know, I, I used to love tamales and then I tried making them and I still love them. I think they're delicious, but I am never making them again. It just takes all day long. It's a disaster. And uh, I don't know if it's worth all the work. I'd rather pay for somebody else to do it for me. Um, Okay. And then a follow-up to that question. What's your favorite New Mexican restaurant? Oh, Kira's getting hungry. Yeah. New Mexican food is the best. Uh, My favorite New Mexican restaurant is, Jessica knows it well, uh, Cervantes restaurant, which is on uh, Gibson and San Pedro. And it's like a really random hole in the wall. It's kind of stuck in time, like in the 70s almost, but the food is so good and it's a little bit sketchy. Yeah, Jessica said the food's amazing. It really is the best food, but the neighborhood's a little bit sketchy. So uh, if you're going to go there, just be careful, just be aware, uh, but the food's amazing. So Cervantes is is my favorite place. Uh, another question from my friend Ujala, what are some other podcasts that inspire you? Uh, yeah, Jessica, I remember... <laughs> The last time we went there, I think they just, they go crazy with their holiday decorations. It's insane how much stuff they have up there. Um, So podcasts that inspire me. Oh, man, there's a lot of them. Um, My Favorite Murder is probably one of my favorites. Um, True Crime Bullshit with Josh Hallmark. He's actually, he recorded an hour before me. I sat in on his Get Vocal. Um, He did an investigative podcast on Israel Keys. And it's really good. It's really well done. And he started, he's moved on to another serial killer, but man, he's, he's just amazing. And he inspires me because of the amount of time and research that he uh, puts into his show. Um, The fall line is another good one. And I just had a little like fanboy moment this week when they followed me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I got really excited about that. They're, they're amazing. They inspire me. Um, yeah, those are probably my biggest ones followed by a lot of my pod friends like, um, uh, malice, uh, true crime lab, true crime by the book now called sinister silhouettes. There's so many other podcasts that I love that are so good. Um, Nicole, which episode are you most upcoming episode? Are you most excited for? Ooh, um, Hmm. That's a really good question. The one that's coming up this week is going to be good. It's about spies in New Mexico, and I learned a lot doing that. Um, I'm looking forward to doing more of the Forgotten Children cases, and I have a couple lined up. Uh, they're going to be very hard to listen to, of course, but I just feel it's really important to highlight what's happening in New Mexico as it pertains to child abuse, and I'm excited to bring more, more of those episodes to, uh, to this season. And then of course I'm excited to talk about more alien stuff. All right. Um, another question, what are you watching on Netflix these days? Um, so I finally finished, uh, (laughs) Jessica asked if I'll do more alien sighting episodes. Yeah. Weird. We're on the same page. Yeah. I want to do a lot more alien stuff and there's so many alien uh, experiences here in New Mexico that I think would be awesome to cover. Um, and perhaps you might see Alex again for one of those alien episodes. Oh, he's jumping on. <laughs> there he is. <laughs>
1: yeah, I hope you do. I'm we're looking go forward away. to us doing that one for sure.
0: Yeah. We're doing it. Okay, I'll just say it. We're doing the alien the case. The alien case. Right? So I'm sure you guys can guess what that is, right? <laughs> Hopefully.
2: It's, it's the one. The alien case. <laughs> I <laughs> don't know We'll
0: Just do that for sure Google the
2: alien case <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I want to do more of them But definitely, uh, for those of you that haven't figured it out yet We're talking about Roswell So Alex and I are going to cover the Roswell incident Which is going to be yeah. fun And weird
1: Hopefully, it will be good For sure
0: Yep, And uh, yeah, I'm trying to do more uh, variety Like the cults episode was a little bit different for me um, the one that's coming out this week about the Los Alamos spies is going to be a little bit different for what I'm you know, used to doing, but they've both been very fun to record. So I'm excited about some of that stuff as well. All right. Um, what am I watching on Netflix? Let's see. Um, so I finally finished Tiger King, which I know a lot of people probably are like, whatever, that's old news, but I finally finished that. Um, I started watching the pharmacist and i haven't gotten through very much of that i doing a lot of documentaries mostly on netflix and a couple of spooky shows like i just started the innocence which is a weird supernatural show that i haven't figured out yet um you know people that know me know that i'm into weird stuff so spooky stuff spookier the better uh let's see how are you getting through the pandemic are you finding support through the through new hobbies (laughs) <laughs> Jessica you're like reading my mind. Are you <laughs> finding support through new hobbies or interests? Jessica had the same question. Um <clears throat> yeah, so podcasting's kept me busy for sure. Um I really wanted to be further ahead in this season in terms of recordings before I launched it, but the quarantine happened and I just felt like I should have I should release early. And so I'm not super behind. I'm actually right on top of things, but I wanted to be almost completed with recording for the entire season by now, and I'm definitely not there yet. So, um, so yeah, podcasting's kept me busy during the quarantine. Um, I know how to crochet, which I haven't started doing recently, but I want to. I was saying I know how to crochet, uh, but I haven't I haven't had a chance to do it. I want to start crocheting some baby caps for the hospital. So my yeah, my friend Kim gave me a bunch of yarn that I'm going to start. Whenever I have extra time, I don't know when that's going to be, right. so but, much. uh, start crocheting some little, so baby, oh, some I little baby it. hats is something I, I want to do. It so much. Um, Nicole asked what my favorite quarantine snack is. Oh, you know what? It's lately. It's been uh green chili Ooh. dip with Doritos. Oh, it's that so, sounds good. so
1: good.
0: It's so good. Yeah. It's so <laughs> bad for you, but it's okay, delicious. Like, right. I'm
1: eating my favorite right now. Yeah. Would you like to see?
0: What is it? I've got it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, oh, those are good. Yeah. I love recent Bigger pieces. than my head. <laughs> yeah that's good stuff. <laughs> thank you. Thank you that's Amazon. Good stuff. They're not a sponsor. <laughs> but fuck it. They oh. deliver.
1: Literally.
0: Okay. People are telling me they're asking questions on Facebook and Twitter. So it. hold on. No, I'll hop back how it works come to get vocal you guys? Come to get vocal. That's where the questions are over being over answered.
1: True Crime Lab and harass them some more. I'll be
0: back. (laughs) Okay, cool. Come back and say hi. Bye. (laughs) Um, Yeah, green chili is so good. Oh, you still have some, Nicole. Cool. I think I sent you some a while back, right? Okay, follow-up question here is, when you're not exploring New Mexico true crime stories, what other things do you like to do? Um, Hmm, what do I like to do? I like to cook. I'm a really good cook. Um, I like to hang out with my family. I like to watch some Netflix. I'm pretty boring. I'm actually a pretty boring person. I don't do a lot of stuff. Um, I was joking the other day that I was made for this quarantine situation because I just uh, love being at home and not doing anything. So uh, yeah, my life is kind of boring. The favorite episode I've done so far on my podcast. Ooh, um, that's a hard one. I'd have to say it's between Cynthia bihil um, Justice for Jaden, Chavez Silver, and The Cults. Those are my top three. Anybody have a favorite episode of theirs they want to share? Do I have a favorite book? Oh, um. Um, I really like uh, spiritual kind of books and and then I also get into like weird post-apocalyptic stuff, so if you have any recommendations. I don't know if I have a favorite book, I just like reading. And what part of the state speaks to or inspires you the most? Um, hmm, you know my favorite part of New Mexico is the like there's this road that you can go to Taos. Uh, if you start like, I'm not sure if it's the high road, no, sorry. It's the road from Mora to Taos. It is the most beautiful part of New Mexico that I've ever seen. And then second favorite would be the black range in the Southwest part of the state, which is close to silver city. Those places are my favorites. So Jessica and Nicole like La Llorona. Those are their favorite episode. That's their favorite episode. Cool. Okay, the most surprising thing that you learned researching your episodes. Um, you know, for me, I think learning about the laws in New Mexico and the bail reform law, I didn't expect to learn as much as I have on this uh, show and on this journey, but um, it's really taught me a lot. So that that was the most surprising thing I learned about and something that I feel really needs to change in New Mexico. Another surprising thing that I learned was the way that prosecutors handle cases. Um, And I think this probably is consistent in more places than just New Mexico. But uh, it seems like it's pretty common practice for prosecutors to decide if a case is worth trying or not based on their gut feeling, uh, based on intuition, based on their experience. And sometimes, for example, like my brother's case, uh, a prosecutor may feel like it's not a case they can win, so they will not move forward with prosecution. That was super surprising to me um, and very frustrating to learn that because specifically with my brother's case, you look at the fact that we have a, a signed confession from the killer. Uh, We have a failed lie detector test. We have uh, autopsy report that substantiates everything. Um, And even then, because prosecutors feel like they wouldn't have a chance at winning, uh, they don't want to try it. So I think that for me, that in my opinion, if if there's a child abuse case, I don't think that prosecutors should have an option as to whether they're going to prosecute or not, I feel like they should be compelled to by the law. Even if you win or don't win, you know, just the fact that you're taking justice into your own hands in that way um, is really disheartening for me. So, sorry, I got off on a little tangent there. Um, How do you find out about the cases that you cover? So, it depends on... What case it is? I do. I spend a lot of time researching and looking into um, unsolved crimes, looking into paranormal stuff that happens in New Mexico. So it just comes from a variety of sources. Sometimes listeners will recommend cases to me, and I'll cover those based on what their uh, recommendations are. So one in particular that I'm actually doing it this season is about a boys' school where there was horrific abuse that happened. Um, So I'll be covering that this season pretty soon actually. What would you say makes New Mexico different and unique from other states? And how do you think that that affects the type of crimes we see? Well, there's a lot of things that make New Mexico different from other states. I think one of the biggest things is that our state is huge and not very populated. We probably don't even know half of the stuff that happens here just because there's so much open space where Things can be covered up and concealed. I think that's a huge difference that New Mexico has compared to other places, like in the East Coast, where there's tons of people. Um, other issues that we have are our laws. You know, the fact that majority of repeat offenders are consistently let out of jail without bail um, on their own, and they continue to repeat offend over and over again. I think that's a huge uh, opportunity for the state government to change things and um, you see some of these repeat offenders that just escalate their uh, behavior to the nth degree and really there's there's very little consequence. And then the other part of it is, is it pertains to sentencing here, um, it's very lax compared to other places. So I feel like we just have a perfect storm of poor legislation and not strong enough Guidelines with courts and and sentencing and all of that just kind of makes it really bad here. <laughs> somebody asked, "Where is Carol Baskin's husband?" Uh, she killed him, right? Do you guys agree with me? I think she did it. I mean, sure. If you want to kill somebody, you just cover them in uh, anchovy oil or whatever she said. Was it anchovies? For sure, fed him to the tires. For sure, he's dead she killed him. Was there any justice for the victims of the toy box killer? So uh, not really, (laughs) not really. There was really no justice for, for those victims. Um, I think the only justice that they, they got was that he died. Um, Before he was even sentenced, he died. So I would say that that's a big, no, there was no justice for them. Unfortunately. Um, But I think it was heading there. I think the other problem with his case, too, is that there were really no bodies that were ever found. So nobody's even sure if he actually killed people. Although it seems pretty clear that he did. It's just he must have been really good at hiding his tracks. Do I know Nancy Grace? Uh, Top mom? No, I don't know her. But uh, if anybody knows her and they want to introduce me, I'll be happy to meet her. I'd go on her show. That'd be fun. Hey everyone. If you're like me and you struggle with adult acne, you know that it's super annoying to wake up with a giant pimple on your face. Today's sponsor is Hero Cosmetics. And they sent me over the Mighty Patch, which is a hydrocolloid acne patch. I actually had a huge pimple pop up last night. So I stuck on a Mighty Patch original overnight and in the morning, the pimple was totally flat. Very cool. If you wanna try the Mighty Patch for yourself, use code TRUE15. That's T-R-U-E 15 for 15% off on Herocosmetics.com. Okay, let's see. I have more questions here. What's your favorite crime movie? Ooh, hmm. I think it has to be The Godfather. That counts as a crime movie, right? Unless we're talking about documentaries. If you are talking about documentaries, I would say Wild Wild Country. That was a good one. Uh, Favorite book. So I talked about that. A little bit ago, Jessica. Yeah, Wild Wild Country's crazy. Jessica actually is the one that turned me, uh, had me watch that first couple episodes. Uh, Do you remember that, Jessica? We were at your house or your apartment. Crazy story. (laughs) Somebody asked if uh, Toby from The Office was the Scranton Strangler. I think so. I think he did it. I mean, he was super obsessed with the whole thing. And um, yeah, I think Toby did it. What do you guys think? Has anybody watched The Office? I know you haven't, Jessica. Um, what is the most distant location for your listeners? Uh, India, Japan, Australia, New Zealand. Those are pretty far away. Um, those might be the furthest away, but I have listeners in Iceland, the UK, all over Europe, parts of Africa, um what oh what does your family think of the podcast ooh um it depends on who you ask I think um my my mom is really Mm -hmm. proud of me and of what I've done and um I think most of my family probably is there's people in my family that I just really don't care what they think about it (laughs) honestly um but the fact that my mom is supportive, it means the world to me. Um, and, yeah, so that's, that's kind of a loaded question. I think that some of my family is probably not happy that I brought mm-hmm. my brother's story out into mm-hmm. such a public way. Um, just because they don't want that kind of stuff out in the public. But, but To
1: be fair, um, he's your brother.
0: Um. Okay. <laughs> Here's another <laughs> office question. Bears- bears beats or battlestar galactica (laughs) um hmm. i don't know i guess battlestar galactica uh let's see here i think alex had another question let's see um what's the one case that i would like to cover that is not from new mexico oh um if my show was more open i would probably do the golden state killer just because Mm -hmm. it's such a a rough dark case and that's yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> absolutely i mean yeah i mean and okay yeah. so let's be honest the fact that he's the golden state killer um yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty fascinating to just be putting a face and a name with that entire history you know most of those people it's like okay yeah. they were they were tried yeah. and adjudicated like Basically, by the early '90s, like, and so seeing it happen when it did was crazy, wasn't it?
0: It, mm-hmm. I mean, it was. Th- yeah, and and I think you're right. Like that whole, I mean, it was decades and decades of him offending and escalating, and nobody knowing right. who he was. I mean, he got away with it for so long, and then well, he just stopped. Like it's still. So- Allegedly.
1: Yeah, I have a hard time. Right. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'd be interested. Ooh,
0: no, I want to hear your theory. i interested
1: in your opinion about this, Eric, actually, because I feel okay. like, and I'm sorry my thing keeps moving. I'm on my phone right now. Um, <clears throat> I feel like basically, like, any of these killers that have, like, a certain amount of victims and then they go just completely dormant, I don't buy it. I don't buy it like mm-hmm. a few years, maybe, but like decades. Mm-mm. No, I don't fucking buy yeah. it. I don't, not even a little bit.
0: Yeah. I think that, I, I think I agree with you because, you know, like when I think about um, to make it about me, cause that's what I'm I that, really good you. at doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's hard for me to believe like mm-hmm. my stepdad, for example, that he stopped doing what he was doing Uh, after he left my, after my mom left him, like, I doubt, I don't think that people with that kind of like psychopathy or, um, predilection towards violence are capable of just turning that off because if, because if they were, then they would.
1: Yep. That's, that's the long and short of it. Like a hundred percent, you know, and I think that that kind of feeds into something else. And I really want to kind of pick your brain about this, right? So there are a lot okay. of people who are just like, oh, this person starts devolving and the reasons they wanted to get caught. And I just don't mm. buy it. Mm,
0: mm. No, me either. I Actually, I think that people get sloppy and careless because exactly. they've gotten away with That's where for I so am long. too.
1: A hundred percent. I just, yeah, yeah, I can't help but look at it and just go. No, if they wanted to get caught, they'd pull an Ed Kemper and fucking call the police and say, hey, come get me. Yeah, he well, was special. He was special. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Tune into Malice in the next so, yeah. eight seasons or so, and maybe I'll cover him. We'll see.
0: How long have you been interested in true crime? So I've always been interested in weird shit. Like, since I can remember, at least since I could read. Um, I've always been into paranormal, aliens, mysteries. Um and like my guilty pleasure book, not my favorite book, but my guilty pleasure book, which you guys are going to probably like oh, judge me for this. But um, when I was probably like 11, I started reading Dean Coons, which is like, it's right? smut. It's like such. It hurts. It's, it's so smut. Good. But I loved it. <laughs> oh, It's so terrible. But it's so trashy. But I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love it. So, uh, so I've always been into that kind of stuff, and then I, I kind of fell into true crime because that's kind of adjacent right. to it. So, um started looking into serial killers, and you know, I was that kid that you probably were too, Ariel, because I think you're pretty close in age to me. You're uh, you younger, think? of course. How old are you? But, that's a good question. Yeah. How old are you? I will be forty oh, in you're November.
1: Barely older than me.
0: <laughs> but do you remember uh oh, for Unsolved sure, Mysteries?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, like I didn't binge yeah. that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I used to watch it all the time. I think that probably started my true crime obsession was Unsolved Mysteries and America's great... Most Wanted. Like those two shows they fed mine for yeah.
1: sure. I have kind of a fucked up entree. Those were like crime. we won't get into it right now. Um uh, <laughs> yes, okay. no, those definitely <laughs> fed it for me. <laughs>
0: yeah well those were like og true crime shows right because it was before id network and all this other stuff but i remember watching unsolved mysteries and i would get so freaked out like (laughs) this is so stupid i used to used to watch it before bed and i would have all the lights off in my house and usually like my mom would be working Mm -hmm. and so i would be home with my little sister by myself and i would literally army crawl down the hall because i was afraid like somebody was going to jump oh out and god. get me <laughs> i was That's so spooked out the
1: thing i think i've ever heard
0: <laughs> i would get myself so scared
1: i love it so much <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh god my gosh. well er- hey eric just real quick i i feel like i should probably hop off give somebody else an opportunity to get on yeah. here and i i mean I'm sorry. I do talk a lot.
0: <laughs> no, I'm glad it's oh, making this go faster for me. Come back. Oh,
1: come back. I promise. Come back. I promise. All okay. Right.
0: Love okay. You. All right. Bye. Thanks. Love you too. Bye. Uh, Lisa, I see you there. Do you have any questions for me? Or anybody else have questions for me? Am I going to do any Colorado episodes? Um I might do some Colorado episodes. You know, I'm kind of doing this whole New Mexico only thing. So if I did a Colorado episode, it would probably be a bonus episode. It'd probably be outside of my regular seasons just because I feel like it's not. I I don't know. I guess the answer is maybe. <laughs> Jessica, sorry. It's not a great answer, but that's my answer. Maybe. Uh Kayline loves Lydia. I love Lydia too. She's really funny. And she's really smart, and she's a lot of fun to hang out with. Um, Lisa, you can just type your question right there. Uh, Lisa, yeah. So Lisa grew up with me, and she knows Lydia. Lydia's the best. She's great. Uh, she's probably not on tonight because she has little ones. Uh, Kira asks, do I often travel to spooky places outside New Mexico? Um, no. I mean, I want to. I'm willing to. So if anybody knows of any spooky places outside New Mexico, I would totally go. Um, I know I want to go to a bunch of spooky places in New Mexico, uh, like the Santa Fe prison. Um, I want to go to some haunted houses. The press club here in Albuquerque is haunted. I want to go. Oh, Salem. That's a good one. New Jersey, which areas? Yes. Yes, I will go, Nicole. Jessica Salem sounds awesome. I would totally go check that out. That would be fun. I love weird stuff like that. If you could change one law in New Mexico, what would it be and why? I would probably change the bail reform law um, that's allowing people to just be sent home without any kind of sentencing. Um, I would change that because it seems to be connected to a lot of problems. Another law I would probably change or try to make would be to force prosecutors to try child abuse cases every time. Uh, Let me see. (laughs) My favorite TV show is, I have to say the office is my favorite TV show. I know I don't stop talking about it. So that's definitely in my top. So um, what did you like about the La Llorona episode? You know,
2: I just think I like, I like the, I like the whole story, of it. I'm like, research everything and it put me in a like a google black hole like i i was why i was listening to it when i was at work and i'm like supposed to be working and my computer was just like google just trying to see what really like obviously i I got a lot of the information from the pod from the episode but i just wanted to like learn so much more yeah so i think that's what it was is it just opened me uh, i I like anything that makes me want to look into it more that's what it really is
0: had you ever heard of her before that?
2: Yes and no. Like I've heard like the word La Yorona, but I didn't really know what it was. Like yeah. I thought I knew what it was. And that's why I like I it was I got to it like later than it or later than it was I was skipping around. And I'm like, let me listen to this. Yeah. One, I think I know what I'm talking about here. And I had no idea. Not at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, a fun story. And like growing up here. I just remember being really scared because like where I lived, it was kind of in the country. And so we had all these ditchway, ditch banks, mm-hmm. like behind my house. And so sometimes you would hear coyotes howling at night and it almost sounded like a woman crying and it yeah. used to scare the crap out of me.
2: <laughs> and like,
0: <laughs> but I like being scared. Yeah.
2: The, totally. Like, it's like little weird things that like my grandparents in Greece used to tell me there was like a, um, like a person outside that would get you. And like it was the same thing. Like I would hear noises. So it's it's just like there's like these, it's like familiar like folk folk tales that like I feel like I I don't know what it's called. I don't know what they called this person in Greek this Greek one. I haven't I I don't know, but it just it was so familiar. I'm like, this is what they spoke about. I didn't go outside at night because I was like gonna be like taken by this thing. So it's just it's funny to see that all these like folktales are like similar
0: well and it's definitely effective at like keeping you from you know going out and it worked for me anyway i was really scared that la llorona was going to yes. get me and drown me in the ditch <laughs> oh, that's so, sad. Like... so... <laughs> what you'll do though, like just welcome to being behave. hispanic like... <laughs> <laughs> look that's how it is if you're hispanic you don't get threatened with time out you get threatened with being murdered by a sure. woman. so <laughs> he's a
1: scary scary woman That's It's true. Love. hi nicole <laughs> hi nice to to virtually meet you yes ni- exactly I'm, we're meeting everybody virtually exactly. now exactly so I- nice
2: to meet you is the way
1: anyone connected with eric is like an automatic friend of mine so yay we're friends i agree because
2: he is the best so if <laughs> oh my god yeah if you like him then obviously like you have clearly. to be awesome
1: too clearly or right? if he likes you because everybody likes him well yeah no absolutely you hit the nail on the head eric we all love you <laughs> i don't know if you picked that up
0: oh you guys are sweet yes. <laughs> so i have a bunch of people asking go questions ahead. on facebook live if you guys come on get vocal you can ask questions here and i'll see them but let me go to facebook real quick because it looks like people Eric, are asking i, actually, me stuff. I just wanted second. to say
1: good night because I, i'm yeah oh, i love you so much and i'm so glad i got to participate in your first you like live thing it's great and i'm gonna participate in many <laughs> many more just don't get me wrong
0: Okay. Do I read a lot of true crime books? Yes, I do. I read a ton of true crime books. I'm super into them. Um, I've never read Caitlin Arquette story. My favorite true crime podcast. Ooh, what is it? That would be cold. Cold podcast is my favorite. Um, am I nervous to cover certain stories like Tara Calico? Uh, yeah, or Tara Calico. Sorry, I said it wrong. Yeah, it can be scary uh, knowing that you're talking about police cover ups and corruption like that stuff can be kind of scary to talk about um, just because you never know what people are going to how they're going to react. Uh, I just try to present the facts, though, and if they're widely available and people can access those facts, then I'm not really saying anything new that nobody else has thought of or said or heard. Um, So with like Tara Calico's case in particular, all of this was documented by the state police. So the cover up, all of it was already in their records. So I wasn't really saying anything that the police hadn't already said. Um, And I chose purposely not to share my opinion on that just because, uh, you know, it's just an opinion. But I do still feel like it's pretty clear what happened to her. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. Um, let me go back to Facebook, make sure I didn't miss any other questions. Callie, you got the, hey, hello from a fellow New Mexican. How, oh, somebody loves my podcast. Thank okay. you. Somebody's never listened to podcasts until mine. That's nice. There's a lot of people that are a lot better at it than I am. <laughs> so uh, expand your horizons because there's some really good podcasters out there. I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still getting better at it. Um, has the self-isolation made it harder to do your podcast? Yes, Lisa, it has. Um, I've had to do some FaceTime, Skype, and Google Meet type uh, interviews, which has been different for me um, I miss doing the in-person interviews. It has definitely made it harder. Why did you name the show true consequences? Uh, so that's a good story. Um, it's named after the town truth or consequences, which is, um, really close to where the toy box killer was set up and doing all his crazy stuff. Uh, he was in elephant Butte, which is probably, a few miles away from truth or consequences. So I wanted something that was connected to New Mexico, uh, but wasn't so on the nose, I guess. So that's where the name came from. Stacy, hopefully you were able to get your questions answered. I think I got it already here. Nope, looks good. All right, guys. Well, we've got a few more minutes. If uh, anybody else wants to jump in on video or uh, ask some more questions, feel free to do that to do. For those of you on Facebook, sorry I missed all of these questions. Uh, I'm actually streaming from Get Vocal. So, all right, let's see. If I knew there was video, I would have combed my hair. <laughs> Me too, my hair's messed up. I don't have any hair. I am bald. But I did cut it, it's all gone. Yeah, I cut it myself. <laughs> uh, because I got sick of it being crazy and long and looking like a mountain man. So I feel like I look 10 pounds lighter just from a haircut. Anybody else ever feel that way? Like you're, you get your haircut and you just feel skinnier? Um, so <laughs> when I shave my legs, Lisa. <laughs> oh, I wish you combed your hair and you would have been on here because you're hilarious. Lisa's a lot of fun, you guys. She's the best. Okay, um, so there's some exciting things that are coming. Oh, somebody asked what's coming up next for True Consequences. So season two, full swing, we're doing it. Uh, Lots of good episodes coming out. Hopefully you guys have liked the episodes that have come out so far. I'm really proud of this season. I feel like it's the best work I've done so far. Um, And I feel like the audio quality just keeps getting better and better. So I'm very, very proud of season two. Uh, There's going to be a big announcement coming up very soon. Um, I can't give you any details about it right now, but in the next couple of days or so, you should hear about that. And I'm looking at, my friend Alex is trying to force me into the video realm, which this is part of it here. Um, But I'm looking at potentially uh, doing more video stuff. And so maybe even doing some of the paranormal episodes on youtube of actually being in some of these spooky places so i think that should be fun um and then aside from that true consequences is going to keep going and growing and doing doing the thing all right well that's it thanks again for listening to true consequences follow us on social media on instagram and facebook at true consequences pod and on twitter at true cons pod True Consequences is hosted, written, and produced by me, your host, Eric Carter-Londine. Thanks for listening, and stay safe, New Mexico.